Our Generation with Melissa Shaw. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Our Generation, where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our Generation, where there is always a story. Our Generation, find me on speakonmedia.com. been off uh, I didn't do it here last week hello hello welcome to our generation with Melissa Shaw where we educate empower and inspire um and we I talk about that you didn't do it last week okay yes I did not <laughs> but I did do something different last week what you do? so I did it I went on ahead and did a, a small show I seen that. Yeah, yeah. and then I posted it Still. um I felt like I, I just, it would have been weird. <laughs> I know, but it would have been weird to not do anything. So I had to give my OG something um, that they could, you know, talk about or, you know. And I think last week, the, the space that I was in, I needed to do that just for, um, let people, you know, like when I posted those pictures, um, I've, I got a lot of comments and messages on that because they was like, wow, we didn't realize you know, the extent of it. Because, you know, when someone says, oh, I you know, lost vision in my eye, well, what does that look like? And so I'm a visual person anyway, and so I felt that it was, you know, would have been good to just show the people what that actually looked like. Um, I think that was awesome. Yeah. And I was, you know, wondering if you were okay. Your you know, mic. I have not been able to talk to you, or what you say, going in and out. Yeah. They can hear me, though. Okay. Please believe my loud voice. Yes, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was just wondering if you was okay. I was wondering if everything was all right. And, yeah. But I was happy that it went down the way we needed it to. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I, as I was stating earlier, this is National Women's Day. Um, and so I wanted to highlight um, a very close friend of mine. Her name is Tangia Seward, and she's the owner of Black Girl Hug. She's actually been on my show before, um, and um, she's one of my sponsors. And so um, today she had posted something and I just wanted to read it to you guys because it really um, spoke to the type of person that she is and what she stands for and also what she wants to see happen going forward. So this is what she posted. She said on this International Women's Day, let's remember how today was started to celebrate women's rights, but also remember how black women's rights continue to be neglected in areas like the wage gap hair discrimination in the workplace, sexual violence, medical um, apathy, and that's just to name a few. She said, my point is black women's rights is women's rights and needs to start being treated as such, which I agree. And then she said, P.S., if you aren't black and you're reading this, I ask you to do your research, any one of these topics mentioned above, and educate yourself. We are tired of being left out of the conversation and need everyone's help to make sure our issues are being addressed too. We are stronger together. And I 1000% agree. Um, and I'm always welcome those conversations. I'm always here to support. Um, so I thank you for saying that because I feel like sometimes um, people do forget, you know, that the rights of black women, um, they're different than women together but if we band together then we can change that narrative and I feel like the generation that I'm a part of and that's coming up behind us I feel we have the opportunity to change that more so now 
because we have so much more ability to have an influence when it comes to social media, um, just being in the spotlight more than it was. So we're able to shed more light on the areas and be more vocal, which we all need to stand together. So I wanted to shout her out, Black Girl Hug. She has this wonderful accelerator um, course for black business owners, women. Um, so you can look her up and follow her. Um, she has an amazing um, setup. She does lives, and she also um, has um, some product, several shirts. Um, so definitely go in and support her. Look her up. It's Black Girl Hug on Instagram, and then also Black Girl Hug on um, Facebook. So with that being said, I am going to go to, um, I actually earlier today, I was looking at my notebook that I had started when I very first started the show. And so my very first show was May 11th. And I was very, very detailed in what I wrote out. And when I look at now, I don't need anything. So it's funny how things have evolved. Um, I actually, my... First show was about soul care versus self care. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah I do. And um, you know, a lot I of times, it was a wasn't it? yeah, sometimes <laughs> people, you know, we think about self care, but when it comes to our soul, we neglect that. Um, and that has to do with being, you know, our emotional well being, our mental and physical, um, believing um, that we're worthy and deserving, healthy thought patterns, enjoying gratitude. Um, so those are things that our soul needs. To be fed on a daily basis. Um, and a few things that we can do to help with that is connecting with others, um, physical activity, enough sleep. Um, we probably all don't get enough sleep. Eating well, that's one of the things that I'm trying to do better at. Not necessarily eating well, but just eating, period, because I can go almost all day and not eat. For example, today I had a couple bites this morning of some food, didn't eat the rest of the day until about an hour ago. Um, and being hydrated, being present, really being present in the moment is so important because um, I'm really learning that now because we can miss so much by not being present in the moment um, because so many things happen to us where we just move throughout our day. We almost become numb to things and we just kind of move as if we're robots. Um, so stopping and being present and, you know, they say stop and smell the roses you know, that's kind of a cliche, but if you really look at that, that helps you to really ground yourself um, for things that may come up throughout the day that you might need to, you know, handle or deal with. But if you haven't, if you've just been moving, 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 and you haven't been able to um, just kind of be present with what you're doing and enjoy those moments and even learn lessons from things that happen to you throughout the day, um, that can add to your life going forward. And there was another... Um, what was it at? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I think this was even part of the show. Um, I had said you may not be the person to get what you want now. Sometimes you're here to go through things to become the person that you are supposed to be. And that really resonates even more now so because this past year um, with my accident and just different life things that have gone on, um, if I would have gotten the things that I desired now back then, I probably would have messed it up because I wasn't the person that I am now to be able to handle those, handle the different things that are coming my way. Um, and I had did, um, I do and have sometimes gone to psychics. And I remember my psychic said at the end of last year said that I am 
there's going to be lots of things that are going to be coming up. And I've been trying to be more in the moment and more present, and I'm seeing that happen. Like, I just had an opportunity come today, um, unexpected. And I'm just like, wow, like, things are definitely moving in a direction um, to put me in the position to be able to have those dreams and goals fulfilled. So with that, we are going to go to a song. And he is like, what song? Because I never give him a song. But he always has me. He always takes care of me. I appreciate that, Lamont. So what song are we going to go to? They want effects. They want some Gaza effects. Some Gaza effects. Okay, I haven't heard that in a while. Okay, we can do that. All right, you guys. Well, jump over on uh, radio.speakonitmedia.com so you can hear the rest of the show. Talk to y'all later.
And you, yeah you, are you a business owner? Ready to take your company to the next level but are clueless where to start? Then let me tell you about PM Phase. PM Phase is a consulting firm dedicated to help work with clients to increase efficiencies, incorporate best practices, and create customer-centered awareness, as well as to assess, address, and resolve issues that may be costing you money, and even worse, profit. To learn more on how PM Phase can help you and your company, please visit pmphase.com. That's P-M-P-H-A-S-E dot com. Again, P-M-P-H-A-S-E dot com. Stack over Shawnee Young OGs. You got me the philosopher. The architect. And the hustler. And we here with our generation, with Melissa. The OGs. Make sure y'all tune in, man. Our generation now with Melissa. Don't play with that. Stack over shine on Instagram, Twitter, all that. <laughs> Speak On It Radio presents Our Generation with Melissa Shaw. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Our Generation, where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our Generation, where there is always a story. Our Generation. Find me on speakonitmedia.com. This is Montana Fitzpatrick. I'm OG. You listen to Our Generation with Melissa Shaw. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have my guest in the building, Mr. Gregory Merriweather himself. That oh, you got some claps. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. The first, the last time we, I had you, we was doing it uh over the phone. So now you actually get to be in the studio. I'm here. Welcome. Welcome. How's your day been? Uh, my day has been good. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. My day's been good. I mean, it's been busy. Um, a big announcement took place today. I know. Um, but you know, when it's all said and done, it's it's um it's good. Um, I think that. Indianapolis is definitely in need for for change. I think my position uh, or me taking this position is an example of, of what I believe is necessary, not just from a political perspective, but also from a community perspective. We have to we have to learn how to set aside our differences and, and be able to work together mm-hmm. in order for the for for a common goal or for a greater cause. Yeah, so would you like to share with my listeners what that announcement was? Uh, the announcement was that I withdrew my candidacy for running for the mayor of Indianapolis and transferring my energies and efforts to helping Robin Shackelford become not only the first black mayor, uh, but the first female mayor of the city of Indianapolis. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's a big deal. Um, you know, you had you had about five or six candidates uh, of African descent or black that were in there. Uh, two in which are Republicans. Um, I do believe that I do believe one. You know, I, I believe one of those brothers will emerge as the winner of the primary for the Republican race. I won't say which one, but I do believe one will emerge. 
And, you know, from that perspective, I believe that it was necessary, you know, in order for the change to take place and for Indianapolis to have its first black mayor, that there needs to be a clearer, uh, clearer path, especially from the Democratic team. Uh, I think the two brothers that are running on the Republican ticket um, can win a primary, but I don't think they will impact the black vote um, because I think they just have a different type of following. So me making this decision was a grand sacrifice because I believe that it gives a clear cut uh, choice to the African-American or black community um, on the Democratic side. Yeah, and I commend you for that. You know, I feel like sometimes people miss the the piece of the collaboration. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, and not only that, you know, it, it also, you know, it, it shows that, one, I believe that women can lead. Um, and I think that that's another thing that, that people need to see is Why, that. thank you. Because this is National Women's Day. So can you say that Shout for the people out. in the back? <laughs> <laughs> National Women's Day. Shout out to all the women in the world. Um, but I do, I think that it's necessary for, for, for us to send that message as well, that women can lead, um, and that if there's a candidate who, um, who has a name recognition, who's had, who's had some tenure in politics, who, who people believe in, um, then we can, we can power that thing because there are people who believe in me and would believe in me as well. And, and from a totally different perspective. And so I believe it's good to bring those two pieces together and, and challenge the current incumbent um, for that throne or for that seat as the mayor of Indianapolis. Absolutely. I know we had a conversation a few days ago, and I said, how many times has he ran? <laughs> this will be his third. Like, this isn't is his there third. A, a point when they say, you know what, I need you to just wrap it up? <laughs> like, we need some new blood because you, my friend. It's unfortunate, you know, but, but, you know, I think if you have a great mayor, I think some cities have had great mayors. I think we've had great mayors in the past, like William Hudnut was a great mayor uh, because you saw the progress that took place in the city. But now you have a mayor who's been around and he's been around eight years and your streets are terrible. Your crime is terrible. You've got homelessness through the roof. Housing is terrible. Rent is through the roof. You're number two in evictions. You're number two in rental hikes. Um, and then, you know, from the Latino or black community, you realize that you've been left out. And for me personally, as a black man, and you realize you're number one in poverty, number one in food deserts, number one in in jail, number one in crime, num- number one in murder, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, number one, in, it's so many different things. Yeah. You're last in median household income, last in, you know, first in unemployment. It's so many different things that you can look at. And, you know, it, it I'll be honest, it disappoints me when we get caught up as being props mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden you, you just cause you ran into the mayor and he did the Cupid shuffle or the cha-cha slide. And all of a sudden you post it on your page and you don't even have the know with all to realize you're giving free advertisement for some, you wouldn't give free advertisement if you were on a plantation. Mm. Wow. So why are you giving free advertisement to someone who treats you that way? Mm. And so when I look at that, it disappoints me because people are willingly being props to someone who could care less about them. Because clearly he's at eight years. Eight and years. And nothing has changed in those statistics that you have mentioned. Absolutely. And, and, and less than 10% of people who make pothole claims get get paid. Yeah. So what's the point of doing a claim? And and to make it so difficult to even do a claim, because when it's all said and done, you find out that what happens if you hit a pothole on the highway? How do you stop and get the picture? Right. That's, that, that's wow. just, a, that's just, a, just a dangerous thought in itself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if... <laughs> You're struggling to do that. How much more so for the things that matter even more? Absolutely. If you can't figure this out, then what do you have in 
in place to be able to fix what's coming. Absolutely. What's still happening. I mean, but even at that, we, I mean, we have to do root cause, you know, you have to do the root cause analysis. You have to look and ask certain questions. You have to realize that uh, concrete is, is, is number one. Hot mix is number two. Cold mix is number three. And you realize that we throw cold mix for a long period of time, generally all through the fall and winter for the most part. But when you realize that cold mix is really fragile, you realize that there's more man work with it. You have to clean the clean out the pothole, get all the gravel out of the pothole, then put the cold mix in the pothole, then tack it down. You find if you go and look at 90% of those crews, you're finding people are just pouring the, the mix in there. And that's what creates bigger potholes because you never got the structure back intact. Right. And so what happens is once it gets cold again, like it is now, that pothole starts breaking from the bottom up, and you'll have a bigger pothole tomorrow. Yes. Thank you for that pothole instruction. <laughs> you all take notes. A little bit of study. <laughs> Thank you for that yeah. science. Absolutely. Um, but, and I don't know, have you noticed lately um, that there has been um, some young girls going missing? I have noticed that. I what have noticed thought? that. And they're like 17-year-old, and they're black young girls. You know, there's a there's a – bad thing going on with missing black people. <laughs> I do believe that there's an, uh, there's probably something going on with uh, sex trafficking for one and Oregon's is another thing. Yep, absolutely. Too. And I think that, you know, we just got to do a better job of educating ourselves, but we also got to do a better job of protecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a world, we live in a world where so many people are just, uh, I think they believe in the greater good of people in some sense, but we don't live in that world anymore. It's not the same. You don't know who your neighbors are half the time, Um, but people just kind of move a little different. And I think the social media age has caused that because anybody can DM you, anybody can do this and you just show up and hoping that people do right by you, but that's not the world we live in. So I would just urge people to move with a different level of, of uh, just be more cautious um, and, and, and for anybody who is dealing with that, I just really hope that their loved ones are found and they're safe. Um, and, and, and if not, you know, I just pray for their peace and being able to move forward because that's a that's a tragic, tragic thing. Yeah. And you have mentioned sex trafficking. Um, and I don't think people realize how big it is here. in Humongous. Indiana. Um, I'm part of an organization called Allies and they work with sex trafficking victims. Mm hmm. Um, and it's from all the way down to, set to age 12. Absolutely. And it's not what you think it is. It's not this white van pulling up. That's right. Dr- you know, dragging you in. It's your family. It's yeah. people within your circle Absolutely. that you trust yeah. um, that will actually groom you and traffic you. Absolutely. I mean, there's people doing it. I mean, like you said, it's family, it's friends, it's all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's I mean, it's rich people, it's poor people, it's a lot of people involved in sex trafficking, Um, and it's unfortunate because when it's all said and done, you know, I will say this: I I, this is me getting a little biblical, but it it never said that money was the root of all evil. It's the love of money, Mm -hmm. and we have become lovers (laughs) of money. And, and it is unfortunate that even even how social media has allowed you to, you know, people people get on social media and become clowns. Women show their bodies, all these things to get this thing of being a social content uh, expert. And, and now money is driving a bad product. And it is unfortunate that we are so apt to have money or look like we have money that we are literally willing to sell our souls to get it. Absolutely. And it has become a very, very cruel world simply because of the dollar. 
you know, I ask, I ask a lot of my colleagues this, what was the greater shackle, the actual shackle of the slave or the dollar? And I believe it's the dollar. Absolutely. I believe black people have become more separated simply because of money than they ever had because of slavery. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So what is the organ, the government, the city doing for the sex trafficking? Is there anything? I'm sure there are sex trafficking, uh, you know, teams um, within the within the city and IMPD and things of that nature. I'm, I'm definitely because I, I remember vividly during the Super Bowl how really they mm. were really on top of that and really looking for uh, those organizations. But, yeah, I believe the city does have some type of task force that focuses on that. Yeah. So I know that one of the last times we talked, um, you had mentioned about the importance of voting. Sure. And not just to vote, but what that looks like. So sure. when we come back from this song, I don't know what song it is because he always <laughs> surprises me. So when we come back, we, um, I want you to talk a little bit about you know education Absolutely. and on what that looks like. I'm with it. All right, we'll be back, guys. Oh, oh what is it, Blow the Whistle? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't start dancing. <laughs> Give me some. Where, where are my headphones at? I don't hear it. I don't you don't hear it? I've just been going off the dome. Oh, you might be on track. There we go. There we go. You can turn me down just and keep going. That's good right there. Old man ears. <laughs> hey, Tangy. We are at the end. Have superpowers, rap 225,000 hours. Get a calculator, do the math. I made a thousand songs that made you move you. And for the last 300 months, I made 16 albums with me on the front. And they bump. Where you get your beats? I heard 93 rappers say like me. Two singers and 10 comedians. And I'm still gonna yell it every time you see me in. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short?
exotic blended fragrances that will blow you away. We create candles, wax melts, room sprays, reed diffusers, and much more. Visit our website at metimecandles.com. That's metimecandles.com. Set up your private candle showing and allow us to set the mood. Check out our Speak On It special. Receive 10% off from December to March. Just use the code SPEAK17. Tired of traditional jams? Are you looking for some interesting flavors? Come check out Jam On It. Homemade organic jams with such an indulgent, decadent taste, you won't believe it's vegan. With sweet and savory flavors, you can add it to toast or even to stir fry. So go grab a jar and let's get jamming. Hey y'all, it's Alyssa Whitney and Just Jenny and you're pre-gaming with Addictively Toxic Friday nights from 8 to 9 where toxic conversations trigger addictive growth and reflection. Addictively Toxic, just like everything else you prefer. This program is brought to you by PM Phase. Speak On It Radio presents Our Generation with Melissa Shaw. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Our generation, where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our generation, where there is always a story. Our generation, find me on speakonitmedia.com. This program is brought to you by PM Phase. Welcome back. Welcome back, my OGs. Um, I guess I need to say, so I have to give a shout out to Me Time Candles for my candles. So I'm still, what did I say? See, I always say stuff and then I forget. No, I know, but how did I say it last time? Pink candy. That's why I'm pointing to you. You just say it again. Pink candy. That's why I'm pointing to you. So I lit up my pink candy. That's what you said. That's what I'm trying to get you. That's not what I said, but see. Yes, you did. You said I lit up my pink candy. I lit up my pink candy again. So anyway, sorry. Interesting. Yes, interesting. <laughs> the what 
Why would you name that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a side conversation. Oh, good. But, <laughs> but back to voting and the importance of it and what that sure. actually looks like. You know, I just had this conversation, and, and you always hear people die for you to vote. And I'm like, you know, please, let's change that. Because the, the essence of, of them dying was for you to be free. So people die for you to be free. Um, they, re, they, were, they wanted to be, this is me giving just civil rights one-on-one. Um, the reason being registered to vote is so important is because you, you, you can't complain about the judicial system that you are not participating in. And the reason you're not participating in that judicial system, and I mean as a juror, is because you're not registered to vote. And so when you look and you, you, we, we go on the list of Sandra Bland's, Freddie Gray, you know, Philando Castile, Trayvon Martin, all these people, um, and we say, these people got off. And people get mad, and I say, well, do we participate in the judicial system? And nine times out of ten, even if we are registered, and the bad part is it's a poor amount of people who are registered. And then for those who are registered, when they do get called to jury duty, they don't want to go. It's a whole other story. But being registered to vote, that's the that's the first part because, again, you're able to influence your judicial system. The second part is being able to vote, picking people who you know represent your best interests. Now, the challenge in that is people will say that they represent your best interests to get your vote. Right. But the third part about voting is holding your elected officials accountable. That's the cycle. The cycle is registry, voting what you, what matters to you, and holding holding them accountable to what they said that they would do for your community. And then if they don't, vote them out. Right. Simple as that. Um, and then you'll have then then you start building your infrastructure. Um, but right now we have a lot of you know even in Indianapolis you have a lot of politicians who believe they operate as individuals and not as the voice of the people that voted them in office. And I believe that that's the change that is necessary for the city of Indianapolis. Get people who actually listen to the people that voted for them. Mm-hmm. That's real talk. But definitely get registered. I mean, I think that that's the biggest draw. You get 30,000 people to vote in a primary, which is crazy in itself, in a city that has almost a million people. And only 30,000 About 30,000 people vote in a primary, which is sickening. Wow. And then the ugly part about this is, is, is that – you know, people don't even realize the process of being able to run for office. Most people get cast aside or challenged on their on, on their candidacy because they've never voted in a primary. Wow. So if you've never voted in a primary and you try to run, that party is going to basically cast you out because you've never showed that you were part of the party. Mm-hmm. And so when all these new people come out, I'm going to run for office. The first they're going to say, have you voted in a primary in two at least? Right. And if you haven't, you're out. You're out. You may be able to run as an independent, but then you're going to have to get a, an astronomical amount of, of signatures. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, being being party affiliated requires you to be, you you have to take part in the primary. And, and that's where we missed the boat. That's why you don't get new people running for office in the city as well, is because they haven't voted in a primary and they kick them out as soon as they try to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to change that. It's so many rules, and you know, and I'm going to be on this crusade now that I'm not running for mayor. I'm going to get back out, um, start being, you know, my activist advocate self. Um, it's so funny because I still haven't stopped. 
Right. You know, um, I had a a call. I, I don't know if you saw the other day, yesterday, with a home with the sewer problem. Yeah. Yeah. I had great news, and I thank everybody for for getting out there and saying something about it. But that home, um, all the sewer, the sewage has been you know taken out of the home, snaked, Good. removed, cleaned, everything. You know. The whole nine, and then they found some other issues that they were going to work on, um, and so I just got a um, a shout out from that family uh, for helping them get their basement in order, which had uh, pretty much had six inches of raw sewage in it. That's crazy. Yeah. And why would you even be a property owner and allow that to yeah. happen? Yeah, and 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 it's so funny because now more people have inboxed me about their issues with the same property manager. And so I'll be on this crusade of now taking on a lot of these challenges that I once took on that I, you know, kind of put on hold um, just to bring, you know, you know, justice to, to issues that people who don't have voices face every day. And that's honestly, that's how I, how it came to be for me being able to even run was the fact that people are like, he's always helped people. And so that's not ever going to stop, but I'll, I'll be able to do more of it now that I'm not on the campaign trail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I look forward to that. So what do you see happening um, within the next year for yourself? For the next year, I'm going to really, you know, really start building. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna put my voice back out there. Uh, I'm going to probably get on a book tour of some sorts with my book, Utopia Black. Um, I'm going to bring, I'm going to look to bring definitively black clothing back and find a boutique store that I can really start doing that with. And then uh, focus on my consulting as well. So I'm going to remain busy. Um, and then, you know, again, you know, right now throughout the primaries and then general election, I'm going to, you know, do my level best to help Robin Shackelford become the mayor of Indianapolis. So what kind of consulting do you do? Man, I do a lot of community relations consulting, uh, conflict resolution. So if your dear company gets in trouble and you say something that's off base or racist or you put out bad figurines like Gucci or anybody else, um, I'm the person, don't call Dapper Dan because he was never a social justice warrior. You call Greg Merriweather because when it's all said and done, you find that in those positions where things like that happen, companies are very savvy and they go get people who never stood up for social justice and put them in positions of saying, I'm handling it. But all of a sudden you look and Dapper Dan gets a he gets a different type of Gucci or or then then Gap says, let's give a Dap sweater. And all of a sudden you find that instead of fighting for social justice, they played him and made him fight for himself to get a check. I'm not that guy. Wow. I'm the person that they don't want to come in because I'm going to say, you have to really revamp this and show us that you apologize. Other than that, we should not deal with you. Right. And that's my mantra. That's what I stand on. Um, that's why your current mayor never met with me when I was a strategic initiatives liaison, simply because he knew that I did not I wasn't going to allow him to play with black people, black or brown people, and act like, you know, I can do anything and get away with it. And so we never had that conversation. We never sat down any of the time I was there. Wow. Not once. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be back being me. Yeah. And I look forward to it. I mean, there's a, you know, there was a, there's a, there's a certain thing that in certain things you don't say, do, or whatever when you're running for office, you know, you become politically correct. Um, but when you're when you're able to, you know, write your own check and, and be free, um, sky's the limit. <laughs> so yeah. so I just urge you to be free, because when you're when you're able, these types of platforms create a different type of freedom. And I, I just urge those of you who are out here trying to let your voice be heard. Keep your voice because it's one of the last things we have on the face of this planet It's truthful, honest 
and transparent people who are willing to sacrifice to say what is necessary for the least of these. And I know you have something that you do weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share a little bit about what that? What do I do weekly? What do I do? What uh, do I do? Oh, that's not okay. What you mean you don't know? <laughs> what do I do weekly? Oh, my men's group. Oh yeah, I. Yes. That is pretty good. <laughs> Let me send you my I, cash. No, it, it is one. Of, it is definitely one of my um, one of my favorite things to do is meet with men every sure single week. No, yeah, I love I love to meet with the brothers every week. Um, and this is for all men, men of any race, color, creed. This is for all men. Come out, sit. I mean, it it is a great stress reliever because when it's all said and done. This is a thing where we come together. We are we are operating with confidence. Whatever goes on is, is confidential. We we say what we need to say. Get it out on the table. Our issues, our sad our sad days, our happy days, our wins, our losses, and and get to hear different perspectives on how brothers got through certain things. And being able to send brothers out into community and saying, "I'm calm. I'm cool. And I'm helping. I'm healthy. I'm thinking. I'm being rational. I'm not doing stuff to you know." basically destroy my life. And so it is important for us to have those types of times together to be able to bond, but also to release our hair and release some of the things that we may fear and some of the things that we are, you know, struggling with. And I, I, and I love doing that every single week. And I I don't think there's a place, a safe, you need a safe space. Definitely. Definitely. And, and, and I believe we're providing that I'm at the Brightwood Community Center. So yeah, every Tuesday at six o'clock, I'm at the Brightwood Community Center. Can't think of the address. But it's like twenty one forty Arsenal, something like yeah. that. There we go, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm there every every Tuesday at six o'clock and um, doing that. And I'm I'm actually going to be doing one once a month inside the um, Marion County Jail as well. So I'll be nice. doing group, um, I'll be doing group conversations and going in there and just letting brothers and sit down and, and say what they got to say. Yep. So yeah, that's that's my that's important for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's and therapeutic. I know we, we talked about mental health. Sure. So what you're doing is a part of mental health. Yeah, I, what I'm doing is part of mental health. You know, um, I it's crazy because for as much in the front I am, I'm, I'm like in the back. And you know, one of the one of the main things that I helped create in the city of Indianapolis was a mental health toolkit for Eskenazi, uh, because I was hell bent on saying, "What is it?" It's interesting, but this is another story. But I'm inter- I was interested in saying, I said, we need to basically tell people what they're saying no to when they say no to mental health help. Yeah. I said, if you create ads to show, if you interview someone and you say, do you want to be a better parent? Yes. Do you want to be more viable in your community? Yes. Do you want to think better? Yes. Rest better? Yes. Do you want to be able to be clear and, and be able to basically get the job that you want? Yes. Well, if you say no to therapy, then you say no to all those things. And we have to be advocates of saying yes to the help that will allow us to become the best us or me that that we want to be. Absolutely. And, you know, I think as you was talking, I was thinking about, um, you know, at some points you have to be on medication. Heck, yeah. But if you look at the medication um, commercials, yeah, it's all negative. <laughs> That's true. Good pop cause death. Yeah. Like, why is that the first one? Are you <laughs> They serious? temporarily lose your hearing for right. six months. <laughs> so, you know, of course they're going to say no to that. So sure. even changing the narrative on that and, okay, what is it done for people? Sure. Sure. I think that that's important uh, because it, it's it's temporary. It's it's a thing of getting your, your brain right and putting the things that are necessary in there so that you can start generating some clearer thoughts, positive thoughts. 
um, areas where you may be rah-rah, you're no longer rah-rah, you're just right. calm and yeah. like, you know what, I'll let that slide. Uh, because I think that when it's all said and done, we need to figure out people's why. We need to develop more whys because I believe if I have a why, if I have a reason to live, then I don't do stuff to die. Absolutely. That's real. Yep, I love that. Yeah. So um, as we close out, any parting words for those that are listening? Um, yeah, you know, I, I want to say this, man. I, you know, I got a story to tell, and I'm going to tell it one day once I get back on the air. But when, I, when it's all said and done, it's like we have to be better advocates of truth. Um, we have to also be better advocates of unity. Uh, because when it's all said and done, you know, I said this to a young man. I said, when conflict arises, there are three entities involved. It's a perpetrator, it's a victim, and then it's the onlookers. I want to say this about homicide. Nine times out of ten, the perpetrator and the victim walk away saying it's okay. It is the onlookers who cause the homicides. Because the onlookers say, you punked out, you lost, you did this, you ain't that, this person is that. And all of a sudden, a reaction comes to something that could have been resolved simply because everybody understood that there's a why here. And everybody should be able to walk away and say it's okay. And I think that our community needs to work on that because if we don't, we don't realize how much blood is on our hands simply because we egg on a behavior that could have been simply resolved by saying, let's be done with it. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being on my show. This has been Thank great. you for having me again. I know. <laughs> I've, this is the, I've had three repeat people, so that's, that's yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's good. good. <laughs> Keep up the good work, man. I, I love the network. I, again, I can't stress it enough what you guys are doing um, because it is necessary to have voices out here that are, that are being able to speak about that and invite people on who are doing things. I love the conversation we had the other day uh, just talking about the show and the network and and moving forward and the guests and the whole thing, I just commend you on it and just say every day ain't the best and sometimes it gets tough, but at the same time, keep moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know we got some things to work on. So uh, Absolutely. I'm excited <laughs> about what's coming. So thank y'all. I appreciate you. Um, this has been Melissa Shaw with Our Generation where we educate, empower, and inspire. And I will catch y'all next week. Stack over Shauna Young OGs. You got me the philosopher. The architect and the hustler, and we here with our generation, with Melissa. The OGs. Make sure y'all tune in, man. Our generation now with Melissa. Don't play with that. Stack over shine on Instagram, Twitter, all that. <laughs> Speak On It Radio presents Our Generation with Melissa Shaw. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Our Generation, where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our Generation where there is always a story. Our generation. Find me on speakonitmedia.com. A-Town. She was singing it for me From the game she was singing in my ear